Hey Vessels, this is Love. And I'm Zion. And welcome to another episode of Voice of a Vessel podcast, where we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And while we grow in purpose, on purpose. This week, we're going to be talking about being productive, time, and having the heart of God. You ready, Mom? Absolutely. All right, let's go. We talk a lot about being intentional and doing things in purpose, on purpose. But a lot of times people just tell you what you need to do or where you should be or what you should be striving for, but they don't give you actionable steps in order to achieve it. And so I want to talk about our purpose and being intentional about making sure that what we're doing aligns with our purpose. And it's interesting because it's hard to put purpose into a category of steps because it can be different for every individual, depending on what that true purpose is. It's hard to tell someone to do these things if they don't know their true purpose themselves. So a lot of times it's the learning about the purpose and learning how to be intentional. That's the main goal to learn about being in purpose and on purpose. I like how you said that. I do think that there are some things that we can do. For instance, if you have a vision or if you have a desire, you always want to write it out. You want to Get that concept on paper. Get some other things down pertaining to it. For instance, Zion, when you decided you wanted to be a doctor, what did you say to yourself? What did you do? Like, how did you set yourself up to be able to move into that field? Honestly, it was a dream as a child. And I always knew that is um, the call that was placed on my heart. So it became an opportunity for me to share my aspirations with people that I came in contact with and it opened doors and networks to be able to get to the place that I am here today. So I think expressing the drive and the motivation and sharing that with others typically is how individuals can make it into the door for their purpose. I feel you. So when you say action, is there a specific scale that you tend to go through when it pertains to the steps to being productive and intentional? I can only speak from my personal experience, but some of the actionable steps on the forefront was acknowledging it. I'm really big on speaking things into existence and just basically acknowledging it out loud so I can hear myself say it. So I can see it, definitely praying over it, nurturing it and cultivating it in a way where I'm starting to learn like all the ins and outs or I'm sharpening my skills. We can have all the faith in the world, but faith plus works. You got to be willing to put that work in no matter what type of work it is. Sometimes it's just diligently covering something, diligently birthing it. It's important that we're not going hard for just anything or everything. It's important that we're intentional about the things that we're going hard for. Because if we're not careful, we can get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. 
And I'm not saying that those things aren't relevant, but some things just should be a priority. I need to have something that I'm working on that contributes in a different type of way. Not something that I have to do, something that I want to do. There's a need to be fulfilled. And my passion is in fulfilling that need, not for myself, but for others. Exactly. I like the way you use the word birthing. It puts me into the mindset of like a seed and you're planting it and you're processing it and you're building it and you know it's going to be slow. It takes time for the type of success that you really want, right? So it's almost like you're waiting for that good harvest. And sometimes that doesn't happen as quick as we want it. But the process, that slow turn is what makes it dependable, is what makes it solid, is what makes it a purpose. We talked about just slow and steady, slow and steady. Like if you've been listening to the podcast since we started, you'll see that it's been a very slow and steady process, but we stuck to it. The ups and downs, the ins and outs, the mistakes, the terrible editing, the less than great equipment, just the entire process has been slow and steady, but you do see progression. Oftentimes we start things and if it's not where we want it to be, when we feel like it should be, we want to quit or we want to give up or we feel like we need to get back to the drawing board and start all over. But that's not necessarily the case. It's important to remember that when you plant a seed, that seed is in the ground and there's all different type of seasons that is going to happen in the environment changes. Time is so short and I struggle with procrastination myself. I know something's due. I know I have to get something done and I'm cramming at the last minute because I wasted time and I didn't get it done when I know I needed to get it done. And that can hinder a lot of times the opportunities that could be open to me if I just managed my time better. I struggled with procrastination for different reasons. There were times that I was just absolutely overwhelmed. There were some times where I would let things fall off and in the back of my head, I'm telling myself, well, it's okay because you did A through W. However, what really helped me was a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And when I read that scripture, it really just opened me up to double-mindedness. No decision is still a decision. Just like no answer is still an answer. When you don't do anything, you literally do nothing. You can't say it didn't work for you because you didn't do anything. And I mean, double-mindedness is not just that, but a component of it is, is the lack of being able to make decisions or the lack of being able to be committed to something. It can even get deeper. Like if you're double-minded, what are you really loyal to? Because sometimes we say things we mean well. We have good intentions. Our mind is there, but when your heart is not in it, it's a different story. It's so heavy for me right now to make sure that I enjoy everything I do. Like I have to find some joy in it. Everything that we do, we're supposed to be doing unto him, unto the most high. So I have to find some component that is a part of worship because if not, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. It becomes a negative environment for me. I have to feel like my contribution is making society, the world, the body of Christ better in some way. It's important that I'm intentional with my time so that I'm not just surviving or existing or 
not really affecting anything positive, not really sharing the goodness of the gospel. I can't do that if I'm double-minded. I can't do that if I don't have a respect and priority of my time, if I don't value my own time. Hey, Zion. Yeah. I think it's time. What time is it? It is time for Random and Real. Random and Real? Random and Real, Zion. Let's get into it. So let me just ask you a question. How would it feel to have the heart of God and understanding everyone's feelings and experiencing his heart to the fullest? To me, that's such a deep question just because I'm a feeler. I know that I have to be careful because I want to protect myself from, number one, becoming callous or numb in any way. I fight sometimes because I don't want it to make me harsh or bitter, if I can say that and you understand what I mean. And maybe not towards the person, but towards the feeling itself. What works for me is not focusing on me at all. I cannot have an emotion towards something or somebody or something that they did. I cannot allow myself to succumb to any other emotion or any outside circumstance because it's so hard on me it's almost like I carry it myself some things we are supposed to carry but some things we aren't and there's wisdom in knowing the things that we're supposed to carry and understanding that it's okay if this is not my cross to bear it's okay to need help too even Christ needed help carrying the cross and that's okay for us to have those people when you have his heart he allows you to understand his perception and how he views things and how he feels about things. And as much as I love him and I love our relationship and it's the best thing that my mind can possibly comprehend or my body can possibly contain, I can't imagine how anybody else processes being able to feel the little bit, like just feeling how he feels. It's it's overwhelming in a good way, but Also in a not so comfortable way. We have an opportunity to steal away. We have an opportunity to to be present without being present. I'm in this, but I'm not of this. Because I'm in it and I'm not of it, then I have the ability to not allow myself to become influenced or swayed or affected negatively by it. Because I'm in it, but I'm not of it. I don't become a product of it. There's a reason why we have to suffer. There's a reason why we have to go through what we go through. And it creates self-development. You have to go into your quiet room and think about what needs to be done to improve yourself. It has to be a continuous thing. And that's not easy. Like we just said, it's being productive. It's that time. It's that process. It's that building. That's that seed sowing and harvesting. It's not ever going to be easy. We just get strong enough to be able to manage it and to be able to conquer it. Speaking from personal experiences, I have been through so much and I don't think I've had the worst life. I know plenty of people that have had far more extenuating circumstances than I have. However, I went through enough for me. And just going through so much, I had to find something that enabled me not to be overwhelmed with everything I went through. I found that I can steal away. I found that he was 
my secret place that I didn't have to worry about anything else. I could just focus on him and he made everything okay. He gave me peace. He gave me joy. He gave me a sound mind in the midst of everything that was trying to steal that joy and that peace. I don't understand now how I could have survived without him. So to me, it's much easier being on the inside than it is on the outside. And because I know that, then I feel like it's easy for me to to go day to day, even when I mess up, even when I do feel pain, even when I do feel hurt, even when I feel like things aren't really fair, I still have that hope and that passion for what is and what will be. That's faith. I read a quote this week that says, if speaking kindly to plants helps them grow, imagine what speaking kindly to humans can do. To me, that just falls right in line with the voice of a vessel and the message of encouraging and inspiring and just being your authentic self, being the blessing that you are because we are all vessels of blessing. So this week, we want to encourage you to give someone a compliment that you haven't really talked to or call your mom or call up your dad. Let somebody know that you're thinking about them and that you love them. Be a voice, be a vessel, be you. Thank you for tuning in this week. Voice of a Vessel, we out. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and check out our website at VesselToBlessYou.com. Anything you want to hear on the show, let us know. We want to encourage and inspire you to be you. Shop our merch, read the blog, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at VesselToBlessYou, where we grow in purpose on purpose. Shout out to Jay Weeks with the dope beat. Where the music at? Uh-huh.